Wipe Your Lens podcast aims to inspire and empower working moms, helping them find fulfillment and purpose and confidence through their photography side hustle. Whether you're just starting out or seeking guidance to take your existing photography business to the next level, this podcast will be your trusted companion, providing guidance and encouragement every step of the way. So get ready to unleash your creativity, embark on entrepreneurship while capturing beautiful moments with the blessings of strong faith, family, motherhood, and business ownership. So go charge those camera batteries, grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine, and your pen and paper, and let's get started. Hey there, welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in to Wipe Your Lens Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Stewart. And today, before we get started, you know I love sharing with you everything that I'm learning about um, posting and content creation, things like that. So I am learning right now about B-roll. I've done it a few times and you're probably wondering what in the world is B-roll. But basically B-roll is an old school movie term that was used Uh, I guess they still use it back in the day to describe like supplemental video footage to help tell the story of their main footage or their A-roll in videos, TV shows, uh, movies, things like that. So with uh, with social media, it's real footage in which subjects are not really like looking at the camera, they're doing something. Uh, Sometimes it doesn't even have anything to do with their business. But it's like kind of like behind the scenes video. And I've done this a ton of times just to prove my point or to tell the whole story of something. But like I said, it doesn't have to do anything with your photography business at all. So basically B-roll is someone writing in their journal or typing on their uh, computer, doing something different. You could see them taking photos of their clients and either they have some tips or some type of information that they wanna share with you and they type it right there on the screen over the video or they put it in the comments, something like that. Um, It really, B-roll really just gives the visual interest. So with that being said, first of all, you can make your own B-roll anywhere. You could be driving in the car and just taking pictures. You're not driving, someone else is driving. You're the passenger in the car and you're taking pictures or video of the cars that you're going past on the freeway or the sunset or the sunrise, something like that. I have made B-roll with me just walking outside um, in my garage and just showing how beautiful it is, how the sun is looking, whatever it is. B-roll can be anything. So whatever you're doing right now, you can pull out your cell phone, take a video of something interesting in front of you, and there's your B-roll. So basically, you have no reason not to post some content for your business. So on that B-roll, you can easily put some information about, hey, how to book with me, or the importance of a family session, or the importance of taking video, capturing the memories of your family as they grow up, as you grow older, whatever, whatever. So let me give you an example of how to do it. You set up your phone on a tripod. I've told you if you don't have a tripod, there are plenty of do-it-yourself tripods. My favorite is actually taking a rubber band, like a hair tie, whatever it is, and just tying your phone up, attaching your phone to a can of corn or a can of beans or whatever it is, can of soup. Go ahead and just put your phone on there and there's your tripod. You set up on a table, you set up on a bookshelf, whatever it is, and there goes your tripod. So go ahead and set up your tripod, place the tripod at an angle towards you, 
but you're not directly in front of the camera. So don't look at the camera. It's taking video of you doing something. Like you could be brushing your hair. You could be putting on your makeup. You could even do a voiceover on these videos, these B-roll footage videos. And you could be talking about something different while you're putting on your makeup, whatever it is. You could do one of those get ready with me um, videos. And this gives the perception that the viewer is just watching you in action or watching you doing something. And you could film for at least 20 or 10 to 20 seconds and do slightly different smaller actions if you want to. For example, like have you on the computer, like I said, have you writing in your journal, have you drinking your coffee or thinking deeply or going outside, you could take pictures of you on a walk, just doing your shoes or your feet, whatever it is. So anyway, this is what I'm learning now, like the importance of B-roll, because so many times we say, oh, we have nothing to post. But as a photographer, you really do have something to post all the time because we have so many images. But we know that it's not always about images. It's about video too, especially on Instagram, which used to be a social media platform that was only for pictures. It's so about videos now. TikTok is all about videos. So we know where this is going. But as photographers, we know, um, especially a family photographer, families love having photography, being able to put something on their walls. So while you take pictures of your clients, it is, I won't say important, but it's something that I do. I love giving them some type of video footage so they can remember their day. I love to do some type of video so I could post that and it just is something that I add to it and it's a quick video, no more than 30 seconds. I may even ask them, how did you enjoy yourselves? And this is the last one, do a jump up in the air like with the kids or something like that. I have take a picture of it and then I'll say do it again for the video and they do it. So anyway, let's get back. I just want to share that because I tell you guys already, anything that I'm learning or doing, I'm sharing it. And I haven't perfected this yet. I really don't like to share things that I'm not doing with confidence, but it's going to take a little while. But I am doing it. If you go to my Instagram, you will definitely see some B-roll um, content on there. And go ahead and try it for yourself. You could try it today. So anyway, episode 32, practical photography tips that every photographer needs to know. Whether this is for yourself because we always have to create content and we need to have our faces in our content, right? Or really this is for you and your clients. So number one, let's get started. Number one, you know what I'm gonna say, wipe your lens. Yes, I gotta say it, wipe your lens. I cannot stand seeing a dirty lens, especially on somebody's uh, iPhone or their cell phone camera. Wipe that lens all the time, all the time wipe your lens because you're constantly touching that lens with your fingertips that are oily, have lotion on them, whatever. So wipe your lens. Two, use natural light. Whenever possible, take your photos in natural light. When you do this B-roll even, make sure you have some good natural light. Position your subjects or yourself near a window or go outside to capture the best lighting for that natural and warm look. Three, capture those candid moments. Encourage natural interactions and genuine, genuine emotions among family members, even if it's with you or if it's you videotaping your kids, whatever it is, or you videotaping the family for your clients, candid shots often convey the true essence of a family bond, their family life, 
always those in-between poses shots. I love taking those shots because those are true candid moments for your clients that they will love. And especially when we are doing our editing, I always think, oh, that's not a good shot because they're not looking. Oh, clients love it. They love those so much. So remember that. Four, get to their level. And I'm talking about when we're talking about pets and kids, get to their level. Get down, crouch down, get on your knees to get to the eye level of kids and pets, even if you, you know, if you have pets at a family session, to so you could get their perspective. And the results are wonderful, engaging, intimate photos. Instead of four, I saw a photo shoot one time. This girl, I guess she was standing the whole time and was standing over these little ones and standing over, they had them on a backdrop and looking so cute, but she never got down to their eye level. She was like basically uh, photographing them from above and it just did not look, I didn't feel engaged. Four, or I'm sorry, five, tell a story. Instead of just taking individual photos, capture a series of photos that tells a story, especially if you have like a senior session or whatever it is, tell a story. You could do this by, um, if it's for yourself, do a sequence of different daily activities that you're doing or family outing. Um, I had just done, well, this was a couple months ago. I did a photo shoot of a family at a park and the kids wanted to go play on the swings and things. And we did a series of photos so you could see them going up the stairs of the slide with grandma sliding down with their um, uncle, you know, or sliding down to their uncle at the bottom of the slide. It's a series. It's telling the story. It's almost while you're looking at these frames, you can actually hear the kids laughter and the parents laughter and everything. And it's really awesome. So six include the environment. Don't be afraid to include the surroundings in your photos. At this same actual photo shoot, there was this big white house that was there at the park and we took pictures on the porch, but I also made sure I scaled back and took a picture uh, to show how enormous, I was gonna say ginormous, like the kids say, how, to show how huge this house is and how cool it looked. So I scaled back to a picture of the surroundings so you could kind of get an idea of what kind of porch or the house it was for this porch. So go ahead and include the environment. Seven, embrace imperfection. Family life isn't always perfect, so embrace the chaos and capture those real raw moments that reflect the essence of these family dynamics. If the kids are um, fighting or even if a baby's crying, I'll take a picture of that because kids look at it later when they're older, like, oh man, what was I crying for? And the, kid, and the parents can just enjoy it. So eight, focus on details. Capture close-up shots of small details that are meaningful to the family, such as holding hands, like as we walked up towards that house, the mom was holding the kids' hands, toys or family heirlooms, uh, grandma was giving them a little snack, just taking a picture of what that snack was. It will be something, you know, delightful for the family to look at later. Nine, already, well, I kind of said this, use video or burst mode on your camera when it is something that's uh, motion or action going on. Like when the kids are swinging on the swing, I don't mind taking out my camera and my cell phone camera and actually take a video of that. Or I will switch my camera, my DSLR camera to the action mode or really, uh, what is it, continuous mode so that I could get a series of events 
or a series of photos, kind of like in burst mode to see the kids swinging so I just don't miss a shot. And usually with kids, I like to go ahead and have that continuous action mode on just so I could get everything because the kids are not going to pose for you and they're all over the place. So it's nice to use that. But then you end up with a lot, like almost triple the amount of photos to go ahead and look at and edit in the end. So remember that. 10, of course, experiment with angles. You always got to experiment with angles. Try shooting in different angles and perspectives to add variety to your photos. Don't be afraid to get creative with your compositions. Don't be afraid to get up in a tree if you need to, carefully, of course, nothing too high, or to get on a ladder. I always bring like a little um, step ladder with me or to get on the ground. That's always cool. When I used to do weddings, it sounds so crazy. I used to wear like knee pads underneath my skirt. Um, no one could really see it, but I would wear knee pads because I'd be up and down everywhere to get the shot. 11, if they bring pets, include those family pets. You can ask them as a family if you're doing an outdoor session where pets are um, allowed to be at. Go ahead and include those pets. If a family has pets, I always ask them if you want to include them in the photos. Pets are often an, an important part of our family. So you can add them just so, you know, it just helps with the warmth and the character of the family photos. Twelve, document daily routines. This is for yourself. And if you're doing a life t lifestyle session with your family, or even if it's not a lifestyle session, you, I always ask in my questionnaire, what is it that you guys like to do? because we will do that. If they like to play cards, we're gonna bring some cards to the session and show them playing cards. It's something that they love to do. Capture everyday activities such as meal times, even bedtime routines, or of course, playtime. The other two, the meal time and the bedtime routines are something if you're doing a lifestyle session. These moments may seem ordinary now, but they are gonna hold immense sentimental value in the future. Trust me on that because I see it now in my kids. Now that they are getting ready to graduate from high school and I know that they're going to be gone, it's so hard now to look at us go out to eat together and know that this is not going to be our everyday norm or our once a month or weekly norm of us being able to sit down and eat dinner all together. So that's... um hard to swallow, hard pill to swallow. So trust me, even as a photographer or as a mom, just taking these, capturing these videos and these pictures is so important. So 13, utilize props and activities. Incorporate meaningful props or activities that represent the family's interests and hobbies. I always ask all of my clients, what type of props do you want to bring? Let me know. I love props so I can bring some of my own but let me know what you're into so that we can incorporate those props or activities that you want to do. 14, capture emotions. We already said that, focusing on the emotions, those candid moments, but emotions too. If it's just a lot of laughter, instead of, I used to put my camera down and I'm laughing with the family. No, take that camera out, laugh, laugh, but go ahead and get those pictures of joy, tears, any type of emotion that makes for powerful and memorable photographs. One time I um, took pictures at uh, the breast cancer walk. Oh my gosh. And they did at the end like this really, really cool um, ceremony and presentation at the end where all the 
um, breast cancer survivors got to walk up on stage and they said what they had to say and I'm crying because they're crying. So, and I'm not even that much of an emotional person, but I'm crying with them. But I made sure that I took those photos. I have wiped my tears and I'm taking these pictures and they loved them so much. And it was something that I did for them for free because that was my giving back that year and that time. And it was just amazing. So 15, consider black and white. Go ahead and put some of your images in black and white because black and white to me is just so timeless and it just helps give that timeless classic look to your family photos. So trust me, even if you want to give the your clients the same photo, one in color and one in black and white, because you're not really sure, that's fine. But over time, once you get confident, you know which ones, even when you're taking the photo, which ones you want in black and white, and which ones you want in color. <laughs> Honestly, you will. But at first, you might want to give both. Not sure which one they'll like, but then after that, you'll know this one's going to look best only in black and white. All right. And 16, when it comes to group shots or solo portraits, if you have a group, um, a family that you're taking pictures of, go ahead and take those group shots and also take those solo shots. It's always important to kind of like balance out the group shots with individual portraits to capture the unique personalities of the family. Plus, later on, your um, families are going to want these individual shots for maybe a headshot profile picture, something for their resume, whatever it is, they're going to want that. And just to have those special shots of their children and of themselves. For the parents, I usually don't do an individual individual group shot unless they want it, but I'll definitely do the parents together, have them do a couple shot. All right. So let's recap on these wonderful photography tips that can help you capture yourself and your family's authentic and meaningful everyday family moments whether it's for you, Mr. and Miss Photographer, or if it's for your clients. But I want you to take these pictures for yourself too. As photographers, we are so used to being behind the camera, not getting in front of the camera, and we're just not in these photos. We need to be in the photos too, guys, okay? So don't forget. So let's recap real quick. So number one, wipe your lens. <laughs> number two, use natural light. Number three, capture those candid moments. Four, get on their level, whether it's pets or kids. Five, tell a story. Six, include the environment. Seven, embrace the imperfections. Eight, focus on details. Nine, use video or burst mode on your camera. 10, experiment with angles. 11, include family pets. 12, Document daily routines. 13. Utilize props and activities. 14. Capture emotions. 15. Consider black and white. 16. Group shots. Incorporate those, or with group shots, incorporate those solo portraits. And as I did this recap, as I'm looking at my notes, I don't think I said number seven. If I did, that's okay. I'm going to go ahead and do number seven again. So embrace imperfection. I'm not sure if I said that. Um, family life isn't always. Oh, okay. I did say that. I did. All right. So <laughs> that's just talking about the chaos that may be in between um, the family photos. If someone's crying, if even if a photo is not perfectly clear, 
I am one that I cannot stand a blurry photo, but if it's a great shot and just one person is blurry or something like that, keep those photos. I know you want to get rid of them. Or this is something that happened to me actually a long time ago. One time I had the, it was a uh, couple that had just gotten engaged. It was their engagement sh uh, photo shoot. And he did a, gave her a little dip. And I didn't realize it when I took the photo, the way he dipped her, cause she's wearing a dress, I could see her underwear. And I didn't even know that I took shots of her underwear. So when she asked, she's like, well, what happened to the other photo where he dipped me and you were on this side or something like that? And I deleted it because I'm like, oh my gosh, she will be mortified. And she's like, oh, I would have loved to see that. I would have cracked up. That's what she said. And I'm like, oh, but I deleted it quickly because I'm like, ooh, she's not getting that. And it wasn't till months later that she asked me about it. And I knew it was gone by that time. So that just goes to show. Go ahead and embrace those imperfections. I hope you got something out of this today. I really enjoyed taping this podcast for you. I would love to get to know you. Please leave a rating and review if this touched your heart in any type of way or helped you in any type of way. Sorry for the super tangents. I don't really um, have it together yet, I must say. I'm still learning the podcast life and I feel like I'm getting better. So please let me know what you think and I will talk to you next week. Have a great one. All right, that's a wrap for this episode of Wipe Your Lens. I hope you found it insightful and inspiring. Remember, as a working mom with a passion for photography, you have the power to capture incredible moments and build a purposeful business. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to stay tuned on future episodes filled with even more valuable content. If you enjoyed this episode, I truly appreciate it if you could leave a review and share the podcast with other moms who aspire to turn their love for photography into a rewarding career. Until next time, keep chasing your dreams, wiping your lens, and capturing the world through your unique perspective. You got this, sis.